The very first time I'd ever heard of manifesting or law of attraction in any sense at all was when I'd stumbled on Catherine Zinkina, known as Manifestation Babe, on social media platforms. I believe she was recommended to me by someone in the multi-level marketing that I was a part of, and I took some 30-day money mindset course online with her, and I remember scoffing at how ridiculous it was just to speak things into existence. What I didn't realize at the time was that manifestation is so much more than just speaking or writing your desires into existence. We talked briefly about this in the last few episodes, but so much of manifestation is wrapped up in your self-worth, and that's what we're going to get into today. You know the drill. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, and let's talk manifestation. I'm your host, Catherine, and yes, you're still listening to Murder and Mediumship, but this is the half of the show that deals with improving your life and self-care. Why would a true crime show have a self-care segment? Well, people who consistently watch or listen to true crime tend to have higher levels of anxiety than those who do not. And I thought it would be cool to incorporate a little bit of love and light to a community of people who inundate themselves with heavy topics and stories on the regular. This is the fourth episode in a four-part series about creating the life that you desire. If at the end of this episode, you decide you'd like to learn more about any of what you've heard so far, then join me in my Magic of Manifesting workshop on Sunday, January 29th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can sign up at katherineannintuitive.com under the workshops tab. The cost is only $40, and if you can't make it live, the recording will be sent to you. To everyone who has already signed up, I can't wait to see you there. So the two greatest things that hold you back from your desires becoming reality are two of what I feel are the greatest things are kind of big ones. One is the belief that you can actually manifest that desire. And the second is believing you're worthy of that desire. For example, this time, let's pretend that your desire is to write a book. You've never written a book or attempted to write one. Maybe you even hated writing papers in college or you didn't go to college. Just the idea of writing a paragraph seems daunting to you. You just know that you have the story in you and you really want to share it with others. Now, let's say that you have sat down and put your fingers to the keyboard multiple times, okay? But everything you write just isn't quite what you're looking for. And you can't find the exact words to get you really motivated and confident in your ability to write this book. Then you start to wonder who would even read it. What's the point of even writing it? Who would publish it? Who are you to even think you're capable of writing for one even for a moment, let alone that anyone would be interested in anything you have to say. And then you abandon the project. You can see how your self-worth is tied into this line of self-questioning that comes up, right? Who would read it? What makes me think anyone would be interested or that I could even write a book? No matter how many times you write or say that you're going to write the book in your manifesting practice, until you believe you're actually capable of it, It's not going to happen until you can see it and feel it and envision it with belief in your gut that it can really happen for you. It's not going to happen. So think in terms of relationships. If you don't believe that you're capable of attracting a partner, like so many of my clients have believed, then how will you actually create that life experience for yourself? If you don't believe you're worthy of a good, healthy, loving relationship with a significant other, then you may call in a partner, but it isn't likely to be someone who will make you feel good, healthy, and loved. You're going to attract exactly what it is that you're putting out to the world. 
If we spend our time hyperfixated on our perceived lack of ability, then that's what our experience will be. In 2019, I quit my reliable job and ventured off on my own to start my own psychic medium practice. I left my job with conviction and confidence that I knew I could do more than what I was, that I could do more and that I was made for more. I didn't know what it would look like and I was open to it shifting over and over again, but I had no doubt in my mind that I could do it that I would do it, and it worked. I think it's important to note here, too, that I wasn't married to any exact idea or image of how it had to work out. I just knew that it would work out. More often than not, you are in your own way. Your voice is on repeat in your brain saying, that's not possible, or it's just not feasible. It could never work. I don't have the guts to do that. You'll never actually do it. How will you ever succeed? And that's where your story ends or becomes infinitely more difficult. There are plenty of people in this world who will tell you that your dreams and desires are impossible. So don't be another one of them. Anticipate your own victory, not your failure. You are capable. As far as your perceived worth, that's so intertwined with believing in your ability to receive your desires that it may be difficult to tell them apart. However, you may not even realize that you don't value yourself as much as you could. Law, excuse me. Low self-worth can be traced back to, to specific events or relationships during your life, or it can be acquired through learned perceptions like your worth being dependent on your relationship status, financial status, level of education, where you live, how you look or sound, so many things that are significant to us for a variety of reasons. Improving your image of self is obviously something that can be complicated and a deeply involved process. But like we talked about before, little shifts can make a huge difference, especially when it comes to shifting how we talk about ourselves. Just as an example, something as small as calling yourself stupid after making a mistake, give yourself grace and remember that we're all a work in progress. No calling yourself stupid. You're allowed to laugh at yourself. There's a million and one times that I trip or I mix up my words or I stammer over something instead of saying, God, you're so stupid, Catherine, which is what I used to say, even though it felt lighthearted, you're hearing it over and over again on repeat in your head and you're you're believing that you are stupid. The world is hard enough on us. We don't need to add to it. We need to become a safe place for ourselves and it begins with small and consistent steps like that. This isn't to say that none of your manifestations will come to you until you're the most confident person in existence, but the more you value yourself and the more you believe in yourself, the easier it will be to call in your desires. I hope this helps even one person make more sense out of this manifesting process. My Magic of Manifesting workshop is on January 29th, and that will guide you through a more detailed solution, various solutions and exercises to move past your blocks and into your abundance. And again, to sign up, just head to katherineannintuitive.com and click workshops. If you can't make it in real time, no worries. You'll receive the recording as long as you've signed up. So get manifesting. Manifesting. 